Hi, welcome to Lisa's Life. This is Lisa. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you so much for continuing this journey with me. I truly appreciate it, and I appreciate you. If you haven't done so yet, please join Welcome to Lisa's Life on Facebook. You can find us at Welcome to Lisa's Life Podcast. That is Welcome to Lisa's Life Podcast, and that is on Facebook. Please join the supportive community so that we can be there in your good times and your not so good times. If you have something you need support with, please let us know, private message, put it on the page. If you have a great thing that you want to share with us, something wonderful that happened or you're feeling wonderful, please share that too. The sad and the great is what I want to see on that page so that we can support you and we can celebrate you. So again, please join us on Facebook at Welcome to Lisa's Life Podcast. Today's episode is going to be a quick episode. I was going to do a follow-up of G and Me. However, I don't feel that that is a topic that is desirable for you to hear. The reason I say this is for a couple reasons. One is that I know my episodes regarding G and Me were long. They were much longer than I anticipated and even wanted. And I didn't properly talk about them the way I wanted to. I'm a novice, so I wasn't sure how to speak about my experience. I was trying to share with you good times and the bad times so that you understood why those bad times had such an effect on me, even though they seemed like they were probably no big deal. But I didn't share all the good and all the bad. I jumped around and that was probably confusing, boring, and I don't know what you're thinking, so I'm not even going to assume that I know your thoughts on me or the the topic. I'm not. I'm just going to say that I apologize that I didn't do it justice to get the impact that I really wanted because I feel the impact was very important because it did have to do with narcissism and mental health. So narcissistic abuse is real and the mental abuse and emotional abuse it does to you is very real. And I feel bad that I did not do justice enough to explain it and tell it so you felt that impact. The second reason is, is that the podcast that I'm doing, I do get data on it on a weekly basis. It does send me an email and it tells me what episodes have been listened to slash downloaded. So that's helpful for me. And when, as of this morning, I checked it again and the data shows that nobody has listened to G and Me Part 3. So that tells me that you are uninterested in that topic and or the way I told it. So I don't want to do a follow-up of GME if that's not something that you want to listen to and you're not interested in. I can't blame you, but for me that was very important and I wish I could have told the experience in a much better way. And I apologize for that. My goal is to get better at being able to express these things, to provide the impact that I feel is necessary. So I do apologize. So I don't want to bore you with that. If you are interested in that episode or what was contained, reach out to me on that Facebook page and I can let you know. That episode basically was the conclusion. It definitely lets you know 
how the breakup happened, what happened during the breakup and after the breakup. It did confirm the woman he was with while we were still together. It does confirm, it, it, it tells you about that. And that I was able to confirm that that really did happen and he really was with someone else. Uh, there was a lot. So there was a lot of emotion. And I really, I'm really saddened myself that I was unable to to express it clearly enough to really let you know the impact, the negative, devastating impact it had on me and that it does have on other people that go through these types of experiences. So today, I just want to quickly come back and remind you how important mental health is. Not only how important mental health is, but how important you are. You are worth getting help. You are worth being supported. You are, and I understand that you might not feel like it. You might be afraid. I'm not sure what it is that some people stay in their little bubble, but I do understand why they sometimes do, I guess, because it's scary. I probably just contradicted myself, but I don't want you to stay in your bubble is my main point. I want you to be able to reach out to a friend, family member, to me, to someone on, on this Facebook page, whatever it may be, someone you feel comfortable with to get the support that you need. If you need or want therapy, I think it's great. I'm 100% on board for therapy. My thing with therapy is you do need to find the proper therapist. You need a therapist that's really going to be unbiased and help you. A lot of therapists are either going to agree with everything you say or completely go against everything you say. You need someone who's going to be able to listen to you objectively, take in all the information, and be able to give you the tools to heal. They may not always agree with you, sometimes they might, but they're going to be very honest and open and ethical with their therapy. And I've had it both ways. I've had it where they're completely against everything you've said and you are the bad guy, and then I've had it to where, oh no, you are completely 100% right. I don't need to be told I'm completely right or completely wrong. I need to say, this is what I'm feeling, this is what I've experienced, this is what I think, this is how I'm feeling and go through it. I've been very angry in my sessions. I've been very sad in my sessions. So just find the right therapist. It might take you a little time to do that. And I do understand though that therapy can be difficult because it can be a little bit expensive. So if you have an EAP program, I do suggest to go through that. Your employer doesn't know about it. I've used my EAP. Uh, benefit before with a different company and my employer never knew. They only knew if I told them that I was going to therapy. So don't be ashamed if you want to get into therapy. Don't even be. If you want to go to a group setting, there's groups for men, there's groups for women, there's co-ed groups that deal with life situations. You can definitely get online and find something about a particular situation you might be going through so that if you don't want to go to one-on-one -on -one therapy but you just want to go for support and you want to be around people that have experienced some of the things that you're going through those are available also if you're into therapy but finances can be a problem and you 
you do or you don't have an EAP program, there are organizations out there that work on a sliding scale. And a sliding scale is they get, they're going to take how much money you make and they're going to determine the cost of that based on your income. So if a normal session was 50, you're going to go in, you're going to provide them some information. So instead of having a $50 payment, you might have a $20 payment or a $10 payment. Or sometimes you can even go in and you get so many free sessions because of the sliding scale. And then after that, you pay a little bit. I, I, I used to work for, this was a long time ago, in 1990, for a company that dealt with mental health and substance abuse. And we worked on a sliding scale. And I know that they still exist, and I'd be more than happy to try to help find one. But I'm not in that field anymore. So there are options for therapy. So again, if you need support, if you need help, know you're worth it. I understand it can be very scary, it can be very daunting, it can be embarrassing, I understand that. But what I want you to understand is that you are worth it. You are important. You deserve to be happy and healthy inside and out. Everybody does. And I know this is a very sensitive subject because mental health sometimes get tossed around because there are so many people out there that will look at you and be like, that's not such a big deal. Someone else has it worse than you. Get over it. It's no big deal. If that was me, I would just do this. That's good for them. I, we're not talking about them. We're talking about you. And you are worth it. You are worth feeling good about yourself and living a full and happy life. And it can be scary to reach out for support and help. It can be scary to go see your doctor and say, you know what, doc, I think I might need some antidepressants. I might need this because this is what I'm experiencing and I'm not sure how to handle it. And get some great professional advice as well. Get advice from you know your supporters. And then take that all and, and, and get the help that you need and that you want and that you deserve. I've been on antidepressants. I've been in therapy. I've been to groups. I've done Reiki. And if you know me, since I, I am a Christian, I do believe in the Lord. He is my one and only Savior. I won't be honest about that. So when I did Reiki, I always thought it was mumbo-jumbo, freaky. You don't do that because if I believe in God. I cannot believe in this crazy thing. I will be honest, after my relationship with G ended, I did go to Reiki for a while when I had some money, because right now I can't do it, though I love it. And I went in as a complete skeptic. And when I went in, I will be honest, I did pray. I did say a prayer asking God for forgiveness if this was the wrong thing, but I asked him to be with me during my session and if it was right that he was going to be with me and protect me. And when I did my very first session of Reiki, it was really weird because I didn't tell her anything about God, but when she is working with me with the energy and everything, she is the one who brought up God into this session. She did that. So for me, it was something that maybe... God gave me that opportunity to get something here on earth that I needed. And it was really weird, but I'm going to be honest, it helped. I really believe it helped, but I also believe it helped because the Lord was with me. So 
I'm not saying you have to, you know, if you don't believe in God, that's, that's your business. I'm not pushing it. I'm just letting you know that I do, and that's what helped me. So be it Reiki, be it meditation, be it yoga, be it therapy of any sort, uh, a community group, medication from your primary care physician, whatever it may be, I can support that reading books on a topic that you're struggling with, journaling, finding specific journals that give you prompts. I'm more than happy to help with that too. If, I can, if you need me to put something on Facebook to help you write each day or to express something or to explore something, let me know. What I'm here telling you and I'm rambling on about is your mental health is important. It is important because you are important and you deserve to be healthy and happy mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. You deserve to be healthy and happy. Mental health isn't just about being sad and depressed. Mental health is holding on to things that we're afraid to talk about. Things from our past, things that we've done currently, things that we feel may affect our future. That's a mental health issue because we're holding something inside and it is affecting the way we are having relationships now. Relationships with your coworkers, your friends, your family, your significant others, your children, whoever it may be. It does affect that. It affects your work. It really does. When you hold on to things and you don't get the help for them and they're there it's just compounding everything and you're not being fair to yourself because you're not being the person that you are and that you deserve to be you're not allowing that happiness that could be there and it's a lot of times out of fear and that's okay what I'm asking you to do is if you are in that situation if you can reach out to a friend or a family member that can support you that understands maybe has experienced something like that and go to them for support. And if you're afraid to do that, if you can take the reins to go into therapy, to talk to someone. And a lot of times nowadays, you don't even have to go physically talk to someone. They have therapists that you can talk to on your computer. So you don't even have to go anywhere. So there's so many options. But do that. Don't hold stuff from the past against yourself now or for your future. I know it's scary, but you've got this and you deserve it. Mental health, again, isn't just sadness and depression. It can be anger. What is causing a person to be so angry? There's it's something probably could be possibly deep-rooted in there that is causing that anger. And maybe if they could find out why they got so angry, they could help themselves. Because that, again, does affect people around you. It's not only affecting you. It's affecting the people around you. Again, family, friends co-workers, children, uh, whoever it may be, it does affect someone. Even if you don't think that these things are affecting others, they really are. They're affecting you probably more than you even realize, and they are affecting people around you. I'm learning that the hard way, and I'm still dealing with it and processing it myself. And anger. I used to have a problem with anger. I'm not as bad now, but I still can be. I can be, I can have a quick fuse, but a lot of times I will also hold it in and then explode. And I'm not physical. I don't hit people. I don't break things. What I do is I will yell at someone. I get really loud. And 
when I do that, I don't care what I say. I will say whatever it is to whomever I want and feel that I have the right. And the thing is, the person that I'm yelling at or I'm saying bad things to might not even be the person that I should be. It's just I let it build and build and build and boom, something small happened and there I go. Now you're going to be the recipient of my anger. So I've had to try to work on that as well. I'm still working on that. I've gotten so much better. But what's causing me to be angry? What is what is down there? I, I have a lot of ideas about what causes my anger, and I'm working on that, and it's very difficult, very difficult. But I'm working on it, and I'm not going to stop because that anger takes away my, my, my joy. That anger takes away my happiness. That anger affects people around me, and I don't want that. Just like holding on to the past or being afraid of what my future is so I don't move forward affects people. So, so that can be a mental health thing too. And it's like, dive into what could it be? What are some things maybe that you've even suppressed that you don't even know about that are is causing the anger and, or whatever it may be. Mental illness can also be, it's again, not just sadness, not just depression, but we've got holding on to things. We've got anger, but we also have eating disorders and eating disorders can be caused by so many different things, societal views on what a person should look like, male or female. It could be anything. So an eating disorder. So please know that that's mental as well and that you are wonderful as you are. But what is blocking it? What in your, what in your brain is telling you something different and how can you get over that? These are not easy. These are not going to be easy journeys. It's not like you're going to talk to someone right away you know, excuse me, talk to someone and then right away you're better. You're not going to take a pill and then automatically, oh, everything's better. Life is great again. That's not how it works. It's a process and it takes time. But please, please acknowledge and accept the fact that you are worth that time. You are worth it. You are worth investing in yourself for your happiness, for the happiness for yourself first and foremost. And then that spreads to the people around you and so many things can change. I will tell you, I've lost friends and, and everything probably because sometimes it was my anger and then sometimes people just didn't think I was handling a situation they felt I should handle it the way they thought I should and they walked away from me because they didn't understand, which tells me they have an issue too that they don't want to acknowledge. So please understand mental health is important. Mental health is so many different things. I'm struggling right now with a lot of stress and stress is a mental health issue. So we need to have that support on people we can trust and trust is really hard, but people that we can trust and support us during these times because I am right now I'm going through a very, very stressful time. And unfortunately I think it's taking its a physical toll on me as well, but that also compounds my depression. And then I start thinking about the past and these are all things I'm still working on. And that's why these episodes, this podcast is so important to me. Why that Facebook page is so important to me, because if I'm experiencing, experiencing things like this and I'm taking steps backwards and then forwards and then backwards again, I know I'm not the only one. So I want to be vulnerable enough to be able to talk to you about it so that you know that you're not alone. It's scary. It's terrifying. 
it's a battle. It's a battle. Sometimes it doesn't feel like you can win, but you can. It's just hard. I'm not going to tell you that it's just easy. I will not lie to you and say it's going to be super easy when you go talk to a therapist. It's not going to be super easy the moment you take that, that antidepressant. I, I'm not going to tell you that it automatically, instantly gets better. It is a battle, but once we decide we are worth it and we want to be healthier because we deserve it, and when we deserve it and we're healthier, then everybody around us is blessed by that too. So please remember, mental health is more than just being sad or depressed. Mental health is so much more than that. And I want you to know that you're worth getting help. You're worth it. You deserve to be happy. And I know you might not feel like it because I don't know why, but you might not feel like that, but you do. And I know it's scary and embarrassing to reach out for help but that's a stigma and we need to break that stigma because you deserve to reach out for that help so that you can be better and you can be healthier and you can be happier because that's what I want for myself and that's what I want for you. I'm sure I could continue going on and on and on and I can bring up more, more examples of mental health and, and such but because of how I'm feeling in this moment and what I've been thinking about from my past relationship and some stress that I'm going through, I really just wanted to reach out again to reinforce the fact that we need to break the stigma of mental health and getting help. I also wanted to reinforce the fact that I don't know what you're going through, but I do know that you're worth it to get the help that you need to get through whatever you're going through so that you can be whole, healthy, and happy. You are worthy. You are deserving. You are not alone. I hope this helped a little bit. I hope this helped give you a little bit of support knowing that someone's here for you and someone's going through the struggles that you're going through as well. Thank you everyone for being on this journey with me because you've made me realize I'm worth it and I know for a fact you're worth it. Never give up on you. Please, please, if you need anything, if you want to reach out for someone, please do so. You are important. Remember, you are important. You are worthy. You are valued and you are not alone. See you on the next episode.